welcome to the CCFR Radio Podcast, your source for news, updates, and stories from the CCFR. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 161 of the CCFR Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Rod Giltaka. Thanks for joining me again today on the show. I'm still sick. It seems like I'm wearing the same shirt and I'm still sick from two weeks ago. But of course, if you watch that episode from two weeks ago, that's not true. This is a pre-recorded episode. So there's not going to be a lot of time relevant stuff because it's been three weeks, I think, since a fresh episode, really, like if you want to be technical about it. So today on the show, you're going to see an entire episode, episode 13 of CCFR Radio on the air. That's our show that's been running for three years, three seasons on WOW TV. And in this episode, we're going to meet Ashley, who's uh, the guy that's going to take me for my very first bear hunt. Well, very first hunt of any kind, but we're doing spring bear. So anyway, it'll be kind of interesting. And you also get a, a sense of who he is and uh, and the kind of stuff that, uh, that he does on his new television show on WOW TV as well. And the only other thing I want to remind you of is... The CCFR's Best Day Ever contest is coming to an end very soon, March the 10th. So if you're interested in donating uh, $25 to the CCFR, you'll get one free entry into that contest. If you're interested in donating $100 to the CCFR, you'll get five free entries into the contest. The grand prize, again, all expenses paid trip from anywhere in Canada for the winner to come to Calgary, Alberta to spend $5,000 at uh, the Calgary Shooting Center, then shoot... Uh, a bunch of guns in their indoor range, all that's paid for. Then we'll go over to the Shooting Edge, spend another five grand in their store and shoot more guns there. Both of these stores have indoor shooting range ranges and really cool firearms that you may not normally get to shoot. So that's all that is included, along with a couple of nights hotel, airfare to and from, transfers to and from, and, uh, and lunch, dinner, and breakfast, all the rest of that stuff with Wilson and I, if that's what you, uh, what you want. If you're not interested in that, that's okay. I got other things to do or Wilson does too, but that's what our, our value proposition is, is we're going to be right there shooting guns with you. So it'll be a lot of fun. We'll take some video, take some pictures, get that on the podcast. It's going to be a really, really great time. And there's two runner-up prizes, by the way, just in case you didn't know. And they are these neon signs. One is uh, these guns are not for sale, and the other is firearm rights or human rights. So big, big signs are awesome. Those are worth, I think they're eighteen hundred bucks, but I think after taxes they're worth about two thousand dollars each. These and they're not small; they're really nice signs. They're just like the ones behind me. Yeah, they're about the same size as that uh, CCFR radio one. Anyway, make sure that if you're interested in entering, you do that before March tenth at midnight Eastern time because that's when it's all over. And in the next podcast, I think it's the next one. I didn't look at the calendar. But in the podcast that's after March the 10th, we're going to announce the winner. And I'm going to try to get the winner on the phone. So that'll be kind of fun too. All right. So now, when as soon as we hear from our sponsors, which is going to come up in a second, as soon as we come back, I'm just, I'm, I'm editing in that episode of CCFR Radio on the air, episode 13. So uh, other than that, I hope you enjoy it. If you have WOW TV, make sure you catch our TV show there. If you don't have WOW TV, at least you got a, a taste of what's there. And you'll also hear a little bit about Ashley's new show. Maybe consider become a WOW becoming a WOW TV subscriber. So anyway, check it out. 
A huge thank you goes out to our great friends over at the Saskatchewan Rivers Chapter of Safari Club International. They do a lot of great work over there, including supporting the CCFR and the CCFR radio podcast. Check out all their great work at saskriversci.com. That's saskriversci.com. And thank you so much to our great friends over at Vortex Canada. They continue to support the CCFR podcast and the CCFR. Can't say enough about them. Check out all their great products at vortexcanada.net. That's vortexcanada.net. Vortex, the force of optics. Need a new boomstick? Bullseye North is Canada's shooting superstore and a proud supporter of the CCFR. With a wide selection of guns and top trending gear for any shooter, they have what you need. Plus, free shipping over $250, which includes ammo or flat rate shipping of $17 under $250. Some conditions apply. Subscribe to their weekly newsletter to get first access to the hottest deals. C-Toms has been a provider of trauma care training to military and police in Canada for nearly two decades. Now this emergency medical training is being made available to a wider audience through C-Toms online courses. Go to ctomsacademy.com and use promo code CCFR30 to get 30% off. That's ctomsacademy.com. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 13 of CCFR Radio on the Air. I'm your host, Rod Giltaka. Thanks for joining me again today on the show. We're going to share some details about my first hunting experience of my life ever. And we're also going to meet the man who's going to take me out there, who is Ashley Stuckless from High BC Hunting. We're going to meet Ashley, and we're also going to hear about his new show here on Wild TV. So that's very exciting. Wilson will be on after for a chat about what it actually takes, what's actually required to save your firearms here in Canada, because I think it's a it's a topic of confusion amongst people. You know, what is it exactly that we need to do to make that happen? So that's uh, that's pretty important, and some ideas about how you can help. All that and more, CCFR Radio starts right now. All right, we are back. So um, if you remember from the last episode of CCFR Radio on the air, you may remember that I was sick and wearing this shirt. I'm not still sick and not still wearing this shirt three weeks later or two weeks later. It's because I had to record those two episodes together on the same day. Well, it stretched, I think, to about a day and a half of actual recording for all that stuff, our podcast and the TV show, um, because I had a death in the family and I had to go to Eastern Europe to settle some family affair stuff, right? So anyway, but all that said, it doesn't mean that this episode, this is more of a generic episode, meaning not, not time-sensitive current event stuff, but it doesn't mean that this episode won't be as entertaining, if not maybe even a little bit more entertaining than the rest of our episodes. And the reason for that is we're going to talk about hunting a lot in this episode. Now, the the topic is, is certainly meaningful to me because I'm going to go on my first hunt ever. Now, the background, I'm going to try to get this out in 40 seconds, but the background is my experience in firearm ownership and using firearms is not for hunting. I never grew up around guns, never grew up around hunting, never been hunting, Never really needed to go hunting in my own mind just because I haven't experienced it. And I, in my in my business development career, I worked with the U.S. military. They kind of got me into guns, got me hooked on firearms and started, you know, start got me thinking about what firearms mean in a free and equitable society and all the rest of that stuff. And I ended up starting a, a firearms training business with a 20-year uh, ERT SWAT guy and did a lot of training with 
U.S. Navy SEALs and JTF2 and law enforcement guys and SWAT people and all the rest of that stuff. So all of my experience is with black rifles, like semi-auto rifles and handguns, right? And I have a fair bit of experience, but it's just that kind of experience. I don't nothing. I don't know a thing about hunting. Nothing. I know lots about guns. Nothing about hunting. So anyway, all these years I keep saying, I say for the last 10 years, I'm going to go hunting. Oh yeah, this year's the year. I'm going to, I'm going to go do it because I know it's a skill I don't have that I have to develop. And oddly enough, politically, I defend hunters, right? Because gun, a gun owner is a gun owner in my books, but I just haven't done it. And I, I'll tell you, the interesting part to me is I almost feel like sometimes I like I'm a very busy, busy person, but I don't throw things aside to go and have this experience. And I'm going to be honest with you, because that's where, sort of where the fun is. I think a part of me is like, I'm just not looking forward to the pack out. That's what it is, right? I'm like, oh, it's going to be a lot of work just crashing around in the bush because I do that often for fun. But I'm like, with all this gear on my back and then I got to pack an animal out. I don't know. You know, maybe if I just fell into it, it would be okay. I'm just maybe not looking for it. But anyway, I made the promise, right? And I made sure that I did this on the television show so I could be exposed as a, you know, as a, a whiny baby if I don't go. So I am going. So after the break, you're going to meet Ashley Stuckless from High BC Hunting, who's going to be taking me on my first experience. And uh, I've had to get prepared for this because I don't have a hunting license in British Columbia. So I'm having to take my core course, which I'm taking when I get back. I have one trip that I have to do for the CCFR. And then when I get back from that, I'm actually going to take the core course. I'm going to take it with an old friend of mine, Eric Beer, over at BC Firearms Academy. And they're not paying for product placement or nothing like that. I just think that they do a, a really great job and they're good people, so I'm mentioning that. So I'm going and taking my core course with them and writing the exam with them. Then I got to get my hunting license here in British Columbia. Uh, but anyway, if you, if you need um, a PAL or any of those things, you can always check them out at bcfirearmsacademy.ca. Anyway, good people. Like I say, not a paid plug, just a plug because they're great. Um, and I have a new rifle, which maybe I'll show it on the show when I get it. I just haven't gotten it yet. It's a, uh, a Howa 1500 Ultralight uh, from International Shooting Supplies in Surrey. That's one of the owners of International Shooting Supplies is Scott Carpenter, who is the current president of the CCFR, by the, by the way. So they're hooking me up with that rifle in 308. Um, and the reason it's, I think we're actually having hunting talk right now, aren't we? I feel like a hunter already, but the reason I'm going with 308 is because I had throat cancer. I still got this lump in my neck and I'm right-handed, right? So it's, that's where the, the rifle is. So I didn't want to get, you know, like 30 out six or 300 wind mag or whatever, something too big because it's, that's painful. After I take a couple shots with a heavy rifle, it actually gets pretty painful and that's not going away for years, apparently, if it even, even if it ever goes away. So um, anyway, that's why I chose 308. But uh, I think what I'll do is, and on a future episode, I'll kind of show the gear that I've uh, assembled for this hunt. And uh, yeah, it'll be, we'll, we'll have some hunting stories to swap at some point. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to have Ashley Stuckless with High BC Hunting, and uh, he'll tell us all about our plans. Okay, so stick with me. All right, we are back and via Skype, we've got Ashley Stuckless with High BC Hunting. How's it going, Ashley? It's going good, Rod. Thanks a lot for having me on. Oh, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, so let's get right into it. Um, a quick introduction to you. Um, you have a YouTube channel. You've been hunting, uh, sorry, filming hunts for a while. Uh, got to the point where 
people are taking notice. And now you have a, a show on WOW TV. Kind of, why don't you walk us through that uh, that whole introduction there? Yeah, sure. It's uh, it's been quite the journey, kind of a whirlwind actually. It's been for the last three years. I just bought a secondhand camera and and tried to film me and my friends uh, out hunting together. Um, ended up being a much larger challenge than I anticipated, but but I stuck with it and and just kept you know working on the gear and working on learning how to film and edit and. Uh, Slowly, it started getting a, a little bit better. I was I was a little surprised about six months ago when Wild TV reached out to me. Uh, didn't quite feel ready, but uh, you know, my my whole cheering squad was saying, "No, you're ready. You you can do this." So I uh, I've committed to do uh, doing six episodes. They'll start airing in uh, April. So I'm I'm really excited uh, uh, about that. That's uh, seems a little surreal to to know that uh, high BC is going to be uh, on on linear TV. So, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah, it's always so much more of a challenge than anybody thinks, right, to produce this kind of stuff. <laughs> Everybody wants to do it, but there's a lot of work that's sitting there to be done, right? Yeah, it, it is amazing the amount of work. I mean, I self-film and self-edit and, you know, self-promote, so to speak. It's kind of... Um, you know, similar to you uh, with sort of having this vision and wanting to to build it up, you you've put the horsepower in to to make something. I'm I'm just hoping as a new kid on the block, I can I can make a little niche for myself as well. Yeah. So now you're doing I think a half a season, six episodes, right? That's right. Yeah, it's six episodes. I I just didn't want to overcommit and and fail to deliver. So. Yeah, I got six episodes. We've got a stone sheep hunting episode. Uh, we've got a couple mule deer episodes and some bear episodes. So it, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, fun to sit back with the family and, and look at the TV and see something that uh, that we created here uh, be shown like that. So, Well, yeah, that's, that's super exciting. All right, now, speaking of bear hunts, uh, one of the reasons why we're talking is uh, I made a commitment. I think, I don't know, it was probably three or four episodes ago. Can't remember at this point. But I made a commitment that I'm going to go hunting because I'm not a hunter. I, I owned a training company. We you know, trained law enforcement and uh, did military stuff and whatever. And I've been a gun owner for whatever, 15 years and been deeply immersed in it, but not a hunter. I never grew up with guns or, or hunting. And now I'm going to go on my first hunt. It'll be a spring bear hunt and it's going to be with you guys. Okay, we had a bit of a technology problem, <laughs> but but we're back now and uh, we're talking about the bear hunt that I'm going to go on my first ever with you guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. So uh, we've got a, a really fun hunt planned. Um, we've got a, a jet boat. We're going to go pretty deep into the coastal mountains, um, into you know, a very, very coveted uh, coastal bear hunting spot. So uh, I'm happy to share the area with you and, and hopefully we can have a successful hunt out there. Yeah, well, I hope so. That would be very disappointing for my first hunt to be unsuccessful. <laughs> well, it's, hey, it's uh, unsuccessful hunts happen. Um, but uh, but we're going to work hard to, uh, to try and make this one uh, be your quintessential success story. So... Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and you know what? I'll even end up having a hunting story, right? I can get around a bunch of hunters. I'll be like, yeah, I got a story. 
I, I yeah, hope. You, that's right. You can puff your chest up in <laughs> around the campfire and, and lay out your hunting story. Hopefully it's a good one. Yeah, I got to get all the, the terminology and stuff like that. Or people will be like, I think this guy only hunted the one time. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's. Uh, I think you're pretty good. So, uh, so we'll see how we do out there. Very exciting. So just to, to let people know what we're doing is um, our hunt will not be shown on your first season or your half season kind of pilot season. Right. Um, hopefully it'll be in a second season, but once we get that hunt done, it'll be sometime in May and then maybe sometime in June, we'll have you back on the show and we'll show maybe a three minute vignette of it. So people can kind of see what happened. Yeah, well, that's pretty, that'll be really exciting. So I'm, I'm looking forward to sort of, uh, you know, putting together a little teaser just to, uh, just, just so people know that we've, we're able to get out there and get after it and then, uh, and raise some excitement for, uh, next year's hunts that'll be on wild TV as well. Well, I'm definitely excited and I'm hoping I don't make a fool of myself in any way. You'll be fine. All right. Awesome. So right now, if, uh, if you're interested in, uh, high BC hunting, you can find them on YouTube, just search for high BC hunting and you'll find the channel. And there's all kinds of great content on the YouTube channel right now. Correct. Yeah. There's uh, 60 videos or something on there. So, uh, it's fun to, uh, I even periodically look back just to gauge progress and, uh, it's, uh, it's been quite a journey. It's, it's all there. Well, now it's going to be on linear television on WOW TV. So congratulations on the new show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm for, really uh, excited. Yeah. And thank you for taking the risk and uh, going out to the bush with uh, firearms with me. I appreciate that. My pleasure. And, uh, <laughs> and we'll look forward to uh, having you back on, like I said, sometime in June. And uh, we'll have a little look and, and we'll have a story to tell at least. So I really appreciate you coming on. And until then, we'll, we'll see you next time. Okay, that sounds great. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Thanks Rod. All right, we're back in via Skype. We've got Tracy Wilson of the CCFR. Wilson! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Still sick two weeks later, people are thinking, but I recorded the last two episodes on the same day. We're in the, wearing the same shirt as well. I was going to say, you just wear that shirt for weeks on end. I just love this shirt. I never want to take it off. <laughs> it is the CCFR Raglan Tea, I think it's called, isn't it? Yes, oh, that's okay. exactly what it's called. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, like an old baseball shirt, you know, with the three-quarter inch sleeves. Yeah, that was a Staffer Steve design. I love it. Got Staffer Steve, man. You can't keep that guy down. No. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> anyway, because we had to do two episodes at the same time, we thought we'd use this opportunity just to discuss a couple of things that I always think are lingering out there that, that should be discussed um, because some people may not know these things. So to set it up as quickly as humanly possible, if you... Um, have uh, taken my request and you've gone to uh, uh, firearmrights.ca or ccfr.ca and you're curious about what the CCFR does and why you've clicked why join, you go down that list, you see these hundreds of things that we've done over the last nine years. And it's really mm -hmm. important that you understand why we're doing those things. And the reason why we're doing things like that is if you look at, if you're trying to answer the question, how do I save my guns? It really starts with public relations so that mainstream Canadians who are voters know why people own firearms, know what they do with them. They understand that people own guns for good and sufficient reasons. It's an important aspect of Canadian society. Then um, that takes them from that point to that affects the voter base. And then yeah. if the voter base is affected, then that affects what the government does or what the government deems a priority, or it can even lead to a change in government 
And by extension, that leads to regulatory change. So that's the chain that happens. And that's why we do the things we do to, Im to influence all of those little parts. Well, and we always say like the easiest way to influence somebody's uh, opinions about guns and gun ownership is to take them to the, to the range. We can spend days, hours, weeks, I do, uh, fighting on Twitter or, you know, going back and forth with somebody. But it's far more effective to just get them, take them out to the range, give them an opportunity to experience what we do with firearms. You have to remember, to people who have never been exposed to firearms in their life, the only thing they know is what they see on the news or what they see in Hollywood or what politicians tell them. Those are usually all bad things, right? So their exposure would be negative because it would it would not really exist. So it's a great opportunity just to get everyday people out to the range, let them see what it's about, whether or not we can turn them all into gun owners. You know, that would be nice. But at the same time, as long as they stop supporting bad liberal policy, we're going to stop getting stuck with bad liberal policies. So it's sort of the idea is to create some longevity as well so that we're not just kicked around like a football every time we have a change in government, right? Yeah. Well, and, and oddly enough, I was one of those people. I never grew up with mm -hmm. guns. As I Actually, I was just talking um, to Ashley about this. Yeah, I never grew up with guns. I didn't have any exposure whatsoever till I fell across it just in my career. And But once, you, once you've gone shooting, you understand that it's just a tool and, you, you know, all these things that you guys already know. But, right. you know, part of our fight is, is, to, is to get that message out there and have people see that exposure so they're not afraid of these things. And one of the best programs we have for that is, is National Range Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so National Range Day is the first Saturday in June every year. This year, 2024, it falls on June 1st. So uh, you can go to nationalrangeday.ca. You can find an event near you. But more importantly, now is the time where you guys should be out there doing the work, talking to your clubs and ranges or your, you know, wildlife groups or whatever and saying, hey, what can we do to support National Range Day? Consider hosting an open house or a ladies range day or a youth shoot or a silhouette shoot. There's all kinds of things you can do and just invite the community. The idea is to open the doors of our clubs and ranges across the country to let everyday Canadians come in, see what it's all about, give it a try, have some conversation and just influence their perspective on, on gun owners and gun ownership. Yeah. And it's, it's really important. I'm hosting one here in Ottawa for the third year in a row. And I think we get about 600 people out to, to my range day, which is just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Super exciting. Um, and if we, if, if we, kind of reel it all the way back. We go all the way back to our goal, which is public relations and trying to get people out shooting or whatever. The very first year that we had National Range Day, we had over a hundred events. Yeah. And if you think about that, like when I was at Abbotsford Fishing Game Club way back in the day, we used to have our open house and we used to get like 500 people through there. Oh and, yeah. And you just said at your range, you had 600, but mm -hmm. let's say it's even just a hundred people per event. You know, if we have a hundred events, times a hundred people, that's a lot of people getting, Oh yeah. you know, moving through, you know, and, and, and I'd like to think that a lot of those people, it's the first time they've ever held a gun, you know? Yeah. That, that's the idea. It's for people who, who, you know, I know I make little flyers and I pass them out in my neighborhood. It's, you know, soccer moms and, and whatever people in uh, suburban Ottawa here, they've never been out to a gun range before. So 
Yeah, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, so like 10,000 people having their first experience, especially if it's positive, that makes a really big difference to our fight. Mm -hmm. And if we had 200 events across the country, because we're <clears> trying to build it bigger every year, if we had 200 yeah. and it's 200 people you know, per event, this is 40,000 people every year oh, yeah. being introduced to this sport and introduced to this, this way of life and, and to the, you know, to fire ownership, really, really important. And at some point when political parties like the liberals are not getting the reaction that they want, that they're seeking from, from voters by beating up on gun clubs and people like you and me, they'll, they'll stop doing it because at the end of the day, they only care about staying in power. That's what they're at, in it for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a perfect opportunity to, you know, educate people, influence people, have them out for a great time. I'm ridiculous. I have bouncy castles and um, cotton candy. And like, we just have a blast out of my range. It's like a family day. And yeah, it is packed in there. It's fun. It's great. Yeah. So anyway, it's uh, National Range Day is coming up. Uh, first Saturday in June. So yep, June 1. June 1st this year. It's right around mm -hmm. the corner. So if you want to actually take action and do something, talk to your range executive. Can we hold an open house for National Range Day? Go to nationalrangeday.ca. There's lots of resources there. Just look through the site, see what you can grab out of there. Logos, all kinds of things. Ideas. Posters, yeah. Um, yeah, and and just get involved. Get a little, get a little event, even if you get 50 people through. You'll, it's yeah. very rewarding and you'll be making an actual difference. Yeah, we need your help. Let's let's all do it together. Awesome. Nationalrangeday.ca. All right. That's uh, all the time we have for this time. Thanks for the update and we'll see you uh, in a fresh episode next time. All right. We'll see you then. All right. That's going to do it for episode 13 of CCFR Radio on the air. Thanks everyone for watching. I really appreciate it. I've only got you for about two more minutes, so I want to cover this. I just want to thank Ashley Stuckless um, from High BC Hunting for coming on. And I appreciate that he's taking me hunting. I, I want to thank him for that too. And also keep your eyes peeled for his new show here on Wild TV. That's good. It's probably going to be really great. And as mentioned, you won't see our hunt in that first six episode season. You would see it like a year later. But he is he's made the commitment, I'm going to try to hold, hold him to it, that he's going to piece together a, a three or four minute vignette for us when we bring him back on in June. And I'll tell you, and you know, when I, I say it like that, trying to squeeze out whatever from him is because it's, a, it's actually a lot of work. And he alluded to that as, as well, right? Because you have all this footage. And for him to try to tell that story in four minutes and then without the actual, you know, if the hunt is successful without that, to leave it on a cliffhanger. And then what drag all that stuff out again a year from now for that, for him to produce an episode. It's a lot of work. So I really appreciate Ashley doing that. So as I mentioned, you'll probably see that in June. Now, as I also mentioned in, I believe in the, in the monologue or the intro, is that uh, the next episode will be a fresh episode. I won't be sick anymore and I'll have a different shirt on, which I'm sure you'll all appreciate, uh, but that'll be a fresh one. And in that episode, we will have the winner of the um, CCFR's Best Day Ever contest. So hopefully, and there's no guarantee because it's real life, but hopefully I'll have a recording of me calling the winner and them picking up and then me revealing to them that they've won $10,000 worth of stuff and they get to go to these ranges and shoot all kinds of guns they don't normally have access to and all the rest of that stuff. 
So that'll be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to that. So that's coming up in the next episode. Anyway, thanks again for watching. As I said, I truly appreciate it. If you want to support the CCFR, you can become a member at ccfr.ca or firearmrights.ca. You can also be a member of the Insiders Club by donating more than $20 per month. That's appreciated as well. Anyway, thanks for watching. Take care, and we will see you in the next one. All right, that's going to do it for episode 161 of the CCFR Radio Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of, um, I guess it was episode 13 of season three of CCFR Radio on the Air, our uh, our show on WOW TV. And you know what? I enjoyed making that episode, well, this episode, because they did this all in like two days, um, because we just talked about stuff. And we, we talked about you know, going to have some fun and doing new things rather than talked about, you know, the government coming to take our stuff, right? Like, I mean, that gets old for me too. So anyway, really enjoyed that episode and I'm really looking forward to uh, to to going on that hunt and then getting that little vignette together. That'll be a lot of fun. Anyway, before I let you go, the most important thing is um, this is your the way that I read the, the calendar three weeks in advance. This is your last chance to enter the CCFR's best day ever contest. Last chance. So if you like what the CCFR is doing, this is a fundraiser. This is why we're doing this contest. This is how the CCFR raises money, memberships and donations and club insurance, I guess, to some extent too, right? But this is how we do it. So if you are happy with what we did, Scrap C21 project, both of them, A and B, you know, the 300 poster packs to, to gun ranges and gun stores across the country and the download site and the explainer videos and press conferences on Parliament Hill and, uh, um, um, testifying to committees and 66 billboard project and the election projects. There's election coming up. This is how we raise the money to do that. And as well, as always, I'll remind you one more time in case you've never heard it. If you want to know what we do with the support, go to firearmrights.ca, go up to the top, click why join, and you'll see the running list. Scroll down to the bottom to see what we've done even just since the firearm prohibition on May 1st, 2020. Just look at that list and see all the work that we've done. So this is what we do with that money. So really important. Anyway, in the next episode, it'll be a fresh one. And I think if you watch this, as soon as it, it becomes available, um, that right that next weekend, I will actually have come back from Europe, tried to reset my clock for one day from flying back from, where am I flying from? I guess from Vienna, flying back one day to get my clock adjusted. Then I turn around and I go to Saskatoon for the uh, Saskatoon uh, Sport and Leisure, uh, Sports and Leisure Show. So if you're in the area, in the Saskatoon area, you can always come down to see us at the booth. I may be passed out. I may look like I'm drunk. You'll know why. Uh, it's not that I'm actually drunk. But anyway, you can check that out. And in the next episode of the podcast, we will also be revealing the winner of the contest. Right, that's is the way that I read the, uh, the the calendar. Although I'm sick on a bunch of cold medication, that's the way I read it. This will have the winner, and I'm going to try to call the winner on the phone. We'll see if that works. It doesn't always work, unfortunately, because sometimes people strange number don't answer their phone. But that'll be in the next episode, so that's really exciting. Anyway, all that to say, last chance to to, uh, to enter the contest. And thank you so much for everything and all your support and for watching the podcast. Make sure you share it. Take care, everyone, and I will see you in the next one. This is another episode of the CCFR Radio Podcast. Remember, if you don't stand up for your own ability to own and use firearms, who will? 
Join the CCFR or donate right now at www.firearmrights.ca.